Welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and I'd like to welcome you to a special edition of the show where we will be featuring some of the speakers who will be at the 2023 Ratchet and Wrench Management Conference, which will be held in Aurora, Colorado from September 21st through the 23rd. Now, if you have not registered, there is still time. Visit rwconference.com and use my discount code, Chris Jones, to save $100 today. That's rwconference.com, discount code Chris Jones, and that's Chris, C-H-R-I-S. All right, let's get into this. So today my guest is Phil Carpenter, the COO of Urban Auto Care and Avalon Motorsports in Denver, Colorado. He's going to be teaching two classes at the Ratchet & Wrench Management Conference, the art form of scheduling and dispatch, and the answers in the phones. Here's Phil Carpenter. Well, hey, Phil, welcome to this special edition of Ratchet & Wrench Radio, where we're meeting up with some of our 2023 Ratchet & Wrench Management Conference speakers. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Chris? I'm doing great, man. So uh, tell us about your role at the shop that you work at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm the director of operations. Uh, we just opened our sixth location uh, last Monday, so it's been open a whole week. Um, another description would be COO, um, but essentially uh, been with the company since uh, pretty much the beginning. Um, just watched it grow. Uh, so do pretty much anything we need to be doing. <laughs> so I hear. And which shop are you affiliated with? Yeah, it's Urban Auto Care. We have five locations, and that's automotive, or excuse me, uh, American and Asian vehicles. And then we have a German specialty shop, Avalon Motorsports, as our sixth location. Very nice. The first one. <laughs> ah, very nice. And so we're we're gonna be right in your backyard for this conference. How's how's that? Yeah, no, it's great. It's nice. Uh, I love traveling, but it's also nice to I'll probably sleep in my own bed this time. <laughs> right on, man. So tell us what you love most about your job at Avalon and uh, Urban Auto Care. I really love the people that I work with. Um, and I know that's kind of cliche, but uh, that's really what gets me out of bed. I, I'm not client facing really at all. Um, so my my customers are my employees, um, my coworkers. Uh, so just doing whatever I can to, to help them out. And and there's some days that are, that are harder than others, for sure. Um, but usually uh, the my coworkers is what kind of brings me up. Um, just uh, seeing other people enjoy their job uh, helps me, too, on those on those harder days. So so tell us about your session at the 2023 Ratchet and Rich Management Conference. What are you going to be teaching? Sure. Uh, two different sessions. Um, the first one is going to be on dispatch uh, and just making sure that the way that you are dispatching and kind of plays into scheduling as well, how you can do that in a way that really maximizes efficiency. There's only so much you can do to maximize, like a technician is going to be continuing to do their best to be efficient on the car that they're working on, but how you structure their day and how you schedule plays a huge impact on that as well. So we're just going to kind of dive into um, some of the things that we've learned over the years and then also get get some con- constructive uh, conversation going on between others because we learn best when we learn from each other and, and share what's worked for us and what's worked for other people. So we'll get some discussions going and have other people share as well. All right. And what's the uh, second and, session? 
The second one uh, sounds a little boring, but I tr trust me, it's uh, it's auditing, but in the aspect of trying to figure out what's what is going on with my shop. I'm spending this money on marketing. I'm spending all this money to get the phones to ring, all this kind of stuff, and I'm just not seeing it turn over into to actual sales and revenue. Um, is di diagnosing that by looking into your actual recorded phone calls and looking at that final repair order. So, and kind of using them to work off of each other. Sometimes we'll, we'll look at a phone call first. Sometimes we look at a repair order first, but being able to use those as like diagnostic pieces to be able to figure out what is actually going in my shop. Cause you can, you can figure it out pretty quickly. If something's not going quite right, you think a shop doesn't have enough work and then all of a sudden you figure out, well, man, I'm only, I'm only converting half of the phone calls that are coming in, or I got too many calls going to voicemail or the voicemails aren't getting answered and stuff like that. So you kind of dive into uh, how, how you can figure that out and then what to do about it. That sounds really interesting. Actually, it's kind of that 1% better mentality. I think I might just drop the auditing word out of there because that sounds negative. It sounds super official. Diagnostics. <laughs> Diagnostics, right? Yeah. You think of auditing, you start thinking about, you know, federal government, IRS, but yeah. it still works though. <laughs> Very good. So if one if one of your sessions were a movie on Netflix, you know, and you're trying to hook somebody with your one line description, give me a one line description that would make me want to come to the one of your sessions. I'm not the marketing guru, but uh, <laughs> I, on the on the phone call one, I would say the answer is in the phones. Um, whatever your question is, a, a lot of questions that can be answered in that. So what's the answers in the phones? Ooh, that's good. I like that. I the like other that. one uh, is, so you think your shop is efficient now, eh? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, And to play a little bit more to that, we have a three bay location in downtown Denver. And uh, I started running that in 2014. And we had, we had doubled numbers in about two and a half years from what that shop had done before. And even since then has grown another like 30, 35% on top of that. And I thought we were already maxed out. So we just keep dialing it in, keep working on little things just to make it more and more efficient. So we broke 1.6 million out of three bays. Um, wow. And of course it's not all about numbers. It's, it's about taking care of the customers, but that's, that's how we got to those numbers is, is taking care of customers and then making sure we're watching our efficiencies. All right. So what are you most excited about in the industry right now? <laughs> this might sound a little crazy, but technician pay getting where it should be. Um, I was a technician for 10 years. I worked in a couple of dealerships and I just feel like they were undervalued for a long time. And even ourselves, like we were wanting to, to pay them more and more. And we do try to keep up on that and push that envelope. But there's also that balance of how is the customer responding to what you're charging. And now it seems through, unfortunately, we have inflation on all kinds of stuff. But through that process, people seem to understand that automotive repair costs a little bit more. And now we're actually able to catch up to um, the demand. And then, of course, I mean, technician shortage is the, the key phrase for everybody. But but being able to pay them like they are in a shortage, but they are very valuable um, to be able to see those, those numbers come up is actually encouraging to me. So what would you say has been your biggest success in the industry? I would say learning from other people 
I mean, we would not be here at all if we did not take the mentality of just learning from others because, I mean, it was Brian and myself in 2007, we were using, uh, <laughs> we were using QuickBooks as our point of sale and writing everything on a legal pad to what we are now. And it's, yes, it's a lot of our own hard work and all that, but if we just worked hard and did the same thing, we'd be right back where we still were. Um, but learning from other industry peers and just surrounding yourself with people that have been doing it longer and, and sharing their wisdom and, and knowing enough to know that you don't know everything. And you just got to take that constant learning approach, I guess. So tell us about a work-related mistake that you've made and what you've learned from it. I would say early in the management side, because I went from technician to advisor to manager, uh, was just not pe holding people accountable soon enough. Um, I would, I'd be too concerned about like hurting their feelings or being blunt with them or anything like that. And then one employee, I would say, I, I own at least half of having to let him go because I didn't stay on him about his performance enough to the point where it was like, we can't have him here anymore. And that was really, really tough. Uh, I didn't really like realize it till a couple of years later. Um, but to, to just know that, like, as long as people know that you, you love them and care about them, they, they want the truth. They don't, they don't show up to do a bad job. So be, be honest with them about when something's not going right, of course, be respectful about it, but Hey, how can I, this isn't quite what we're looking for, but I, how can I help you, uh, improve that? What can we do together? So that would be the biggest lesson I would say. So what's the best piece of business advice you've ever received? It's kind of, kind of plays into something I already touched on, but really just um, surrounding yourself with people that are better than you <laughs> in the in that industry, at least not as a value of a human, but um, but just somebody that like I took it. And actually, the first time I heard it was in sports. Um, it's fun to be the best of the best when you're in middle school, high school, whatever. Um, but if you're around that, you're you're not going to be challenged. You're not going to be um, stretching those muscles to, to grow. Um, so I take that same mentality in this is like surround yourself with people that have been doing it longer than you. Um, don't act like you know everything and, and just continue to, to learn from those people. So, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that old quote, you know, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So tell me what you love about Ratchet and Wrench. I would say that, I feel like I, I do jive with the mentality that helping other shops raises the whole industry. And I think Ratchet and Wrench sets that up for those guys that maybe have, they don't have the uh, resources or the time to step out of their shop and go to a conference or go to a training session, but maybe they can fill out a, a little quick little questionnaire and get that magazine in the mail. And then there's all kinds of wisdom and knowledge that's being shared in there and it makes it accessible for those guys and makes that maybe that sparks something in them and that inspires them to be greater. And then they just continue down that path. Um, so I think it's just, it's, it's some of that accessibility to, to the average shop. And then also it just, it's created this like nationwide network of shops that just like, they're not in competition with each other. They're really just there to help each other out and get better. The magazine 
plus the conference, it kind of creates this little niche, uh, big family, I guess. Yeah. And along that line, one last question for you. What would be your best piece of advice for a first timer? Soak it up. Soak up the knowledge. Definitely enjoy some networking and all that. Don't stay out too late. Even though it's fun and you want to chat with people forever, it's going to make the next day's session a little harder. But I would say the main thing is when you are, you're on the plane back or it's, it's the following week after you've had the conference, you got so many notes, so many ideas of what to do, what to take care of. You're, you may be overwhelmed, prioritize it, pick, pick two or three things and say, this is what a, this is the 80, 20 rule. This is what's going to make 80% of the impact of 20% of the effort. Let me pick these couple things so that because you can take all this knowledge and all this stuff. But if you don't make an action plan to implement it, it's just going to fall off. It's not going to be as valuable. It's still valuable, but just make that action plan and don't feel like you got to do everything at once and have those notes and review those like every couple of weeks or every couple of months uh, rather than thinking you got to do everything in that first couple of weeks. Because then everybody else is going to be like, oh, he's going to that conference again. He's going to come back with all this stuff again. We'll see what he says. So, um, so yeah, just, I would say just try to try to narrow down um, those, those key takeaways and then make a plan to actually implement them. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Phil. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. And that's going to do it today for this special edition of Ratchet and Wrench Radio. I hope you enjoyed getting a chance to learn about one of our speakers who will be featured at the conference this year at Aurora, Colorado. For those of you who may still be on the fence, here's what you can expect to learn from the Ratchet and Wrench Management Conference this year. You'll have three days of learning from industry experts and some of your peers, fellow shop owners just like you. Over 30 strategy sessions focused on improving your business dedicated networking that allows you to build high value connections that you take with you back to your shops and sometimes people become lifelong friends after this i've heard those stories unlimited opportunities for personal growth you're going to spend your days learning networking growing connecting and lastly industry leading vendors who are looking to support your business as you try to go next level so if you have not registered there is still time Visit rwconference.com. Use my discount code, Chris Jones, C-H-R-I-S-J-O-N-E-S, and you can save $100 right away. Again, rwconference.com, discount code, Chris Jones. And I'll look forward to seeing you in Colorado.